0: To the Pottervision podcast, the podcast for every 14 days. Myself, Lucas Kirkby, and a gentleman that some of you might know, Tom Laurinson. We look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books and we discuss it. Now, this week, we're not just chatting, we actually <laughs> read a chapter of the books and we're going to read them.
1: We're on episode,
0: oh, yeah. we think, 123, and we'll explain that in a minute. Uh, mm. And we're on chapter 26 of book 5. Seen and Unforeseen. Tom, how the devil are you? I've seen you and uh, unforeseen what we're going to be doing. Do you like what you see?
1: Yeah. 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 I like what I see.
0: Do you like what you see?
1: I like what I see. Hmm. Lovely. For all I know, I I think you are the most handsome man in Fulda.
0: Well, yeah, I don't think you've ever seen anybody else from Fulda, have you?
1: No, I've not. Um, but how how would I know any different?
0: Well, tell you what, I'll uh, I'll send you a quick message, and you can Google what my boss looks like. So, what do you think? That's my competition.
1: He's in a lot of group photos.
0: <laughs> Are you enjoying this exciting start to the episode, listener?
1: <laughs> I can't tell which one he is. <laughs> There's so many group photos.
0: Well, you've got a big selection then, haven't you? Am I B- more handsome
1: de- than all of them? Bald
0: <laughs> It might do, yeah?
1: Yeah, I think you're the most handsome man in Fulda.
0: Hey, there we go. Do
1: you think I'm the most handsome man in Britain?
0: Uh, in Britain, I'm not sure. Definitely Stockport. Because I've had a wander around Stockport. And, well, none of them are as good looking as you are. I'll tell you that. Especially not in... Uh, well, where have we been in Stockport together? Tesco Cafe? Yeah. um Yeah. <laughs> um, where else have we been together? Nando's? Well, I think it might be you.
1: Definitely. Yeah, but when you're... In Nando's It's hard to find a time where you're not where your eyes are away from your chicken thighs.
0: Oh yeah And <laughs> well, that's not a euphemism, that's the actual chicken thighs they serve at Nando's. Mm. Well I like, yeah, I'm very mindful when I eat it in Nando's. <laughs> Try to savour the savour the flavour.
1: Mm. <laughs> 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 mm. Yeah. Funny so, thing about, interesting facts for the listeners, um, me and Lucas, apart from the starter that Lucas always gets, that I never have any, he always gets, uh, what's that, cheese? What's that cheese called?
0: So, I always get the Halloumi sticks, of which Tom will always have one, or sometimes two of, depending <laughs> on how he feels.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I never get a starter. The best thing about Nando's is that we can order separately
0: yes yeah 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 so you, you just to, get your meal straight
1: away you order it you don't have to wait around because he gets a starter and his getting a starter won't delay my main coming
0: yeah that's great it's the same with the uh, wagon mamas as well because they just bring stuff out when it's ready so you can order a starter
1: you go going to wagon mamas have you been here before we bring it when it's ready well i didn't order an ice cream sundae from the gentleman <laughs> at the bar <laughs>
0: I would go into a bit about that, but I'm sure that's a bit of stand-up that somebody does. Is it Michael McIntyre or somebody? What? Well, he goes on about wagon mammas and he's like, "Oh, the food just comes out, you know, when it's ready in any order." And he's like, "Have you never cooked it before? You don't know. You don't know how long it takes. You can't. You can't prepare the starters before the mains." No, no. We just see what happens. <laughs> that's very funny very good, Michael McIntyre and if anyone would like to support up and coming comedian Michael McIntyre uh, he's got a number of DVDs available on his Amazon page
1: some some stand up is so funny that I can tell people a new joke I've got and people will look at me dead face like alright yeah, might work but some stand up yeah, is so yeah. funny you can just tell other people another comedian's joke and it'll make you laugh
0: I know it's good. Well, the thing I can you can tell when like because some big name comedians you're like well, I don't really like them, but then you see some of the best stuff and you, you are still laughing.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are the best. I was watching a clip of Russell Howard today, and that was making me laugh. And I don't, yeah. I've never yeah. thought myself a fan of Russell Howard, but talent is talent. He was talk for some reason. He was went on a drive with Steve Irwin's son. And he was doing stand-up about it. Oh. Yeah. He retrospectively he was asking Steve Irwin's son like a load of weird questions. Like he sounded like a horny old granddad going like, Have you got a girlfriend? Oh, I'd love oh, if I was if I, I'd love to be if I was a girl, like saying stuff like that, not meaning to be like horny <laughs> <laughs> or anything. But he's like, Oh yeah. you got your own zoo, tour around it on a quad bike? Yeah, that's what you t- should take a girl to do this. And he kept going on about it, making me laugh. Oh, right, I saw, I'll do
0: like Russell Howard.
1: I, I did tour support for Rachel Fairburn last night on her f- opening date of a Manchester tour.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And that Any was, good? Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. such a big theatre and her show was fantastic as well. She was making me laugh. She was making me laugh a lot because she was, she was talking about men not wiping their bottoms properly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. And she was like, you can smell them before you see them. <laughs> and she, yeah. and she said, you got full grown men wandering around with nappy rash in their 30s. Oh, I was laughing. That's very good. Nappy very rash funny. in your 30s. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's good. Yeah, and you are you just supporting you in Manchester? What are you doing any other dates? Yeah, I
1: think. We've not been offered any other dates, so we'll see. (laughs) I think generally, like what we did when we had tour support, you get people who are in the town who already live there. That's
0: not what we did. Did we not? Uh, For a a couple of the dates, we got people from the town. Uh, For other people, we gave them a three and a half hour lift. (laughs) (laughs) We just brought them from Manchester. (laughs) <laughs> no we did a bit of a mix didn't we I mean I did like having support it, it didn't really gel with the show because obviously they were doing stand up and we were doing a Harry Potter show <laughs> so it was a bit of a style change but then I think it was nice having having these people support us. I enjoyed it
1: yeah I did as well a lot of time me and you would sit in the audience just have a good laugh together
0: yeah we would wouldn't we <laughs> and then we'd get annoyed if they were too funny Can't be funnier than us.
1: Get Josh Pugh off stage now.
0: Yeah, why didn't Josh Pugh? (laughs) Hey, if anyone... I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but uh, Josh Pugh has a whole stand-up special on YouTube now, and it's fantastic. So if anyone wants to check it out, just search Josh Pugh, and it's bloody brilliant. Live in Birmingham. Mm. Very good. Yeah. No, it was good. And then, but then obviously last year we had our show of two halves which which felt more like uh, (laughs) people were watching what they'd come to see
1: Mm -hmm.
0: rather than 20 minutes of maybe something they'd not come to see but enjoyed anyway. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, I don't have many updates for you because we, in fact, recorded yesterday, didn't we? We recorded Double Vision yesterday.
1: Well, you're going to have to find some. No, what we're... have you done in between then, young man?
0: Right, well, I was having a think. Well, I didn't mention that um, it was Martina and I's anniversary last week.
1: Ooh. Mm-mah. Can Ooh. you believe it's been Ooh. a whole year? Oh, I love you. mm
0: a, a lot of that last week, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was on the 3rd of October, uh, October, 3rd of September oh, last really? week. And it was very nice, but I wanted to show you because we bought each other lots of uh, little gifts. Oh! And uh, I wanted to show you a couple of things that uh, Martina got me, but one I've left somewhere. If you can cover for 20 seconds, I'm going to show you what Martina got me.
1: Or I'll just edit this space out. <laughs> What have you got for me?
0: Did you keep them entertained? Or is that an edit point? What,
1: what, you think I'm going to just talk for a minute? Let's cut it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now, so Martina got me two things. Right? Now I get very hot, I don't know if you know this, I'm always very warm. Right. So she's bought me these cooling face pads that you can put on your face. Right. So I wanna show you there's two different varieties. There's one that's like a half-face one, and there's one that's a full-face one. Mm -hmm. so let me just put this one on. So that's the first one. Yeah. (laughs) And it's lovely, it's a bit like a superhero for listeners who can't uh, see that properly. So that's the first one. Yeah, day
1: spa man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, here's the second one. I'm
1: really one. looking forward to this one. <laughs>
0: are you? Yeah. <laughs> Get this
1: up. <laughs> now you look like a super villain.
0: <laughs> I do, don't I?
1: <laughs> you should do vision like that.
0: Do you reckon? Hey, it would keep me cool, wouldn't it? Stop
1: me sweating. Take a picture of you wearing that at some point, and I'll make that the uh, image what? for this episode. <laughs> I like that. If you ever like, mm. um, and ever and like, th- add an acid through an acid attack. Don't say that. If you ever like uh, lost the skin on your face, you could just wear that, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But look, you can eat. I could
0: even still wear Martin Rickets.
1: Like that. <laughs> do you like it that's an interesting gift for martina to buy you you know your face is always hot <laughs> Uh no well I've bought you this to cover it up <laughs> I've loved it I've been going to bed
0: with either this or the other one on there's also a couple that just do your eyebrows what well, oh. a funny
1: anniversary <laughs> gift hey I've got you a mask to cover your, eff- <laughs> cover your face up <laughs>
0: Well, I may say this was just one of the gifts that Martina got me. But uh, this is very, very thoughtful.
1: (laughs) And if you don't want to wear the mask, I bought myself a blindfold.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very good.
1: (laughs) You're you're taking too much delight in wearing that.
0: (laughs) I am. Well, I'm enjoying the cold air now on my head. Well, yeah, so that's that. I'll it's that It's been off.
1: very hot today.
0: Well, Germany, the past week, every day, it's been like 28, 29, 30 degrees. It's not been nice.
1: What's German for hot? Heiss. Heiss, Your Honour. It's iced heist.
0: Yeah, and uh, a heatwave is of Hitzavelle, Your Honour. It's a hit yeah? That's why I went into the bank wearing that. <laughs> it was it was hot, Your Honor. That's why I had it on. <laughs> but yeah, but she got me that I and mean, in um, it's quite poetic really.
1: How be the judge of that? To to,
0: <laughs> to go against the uh, the cold, the cold. She also got me some hot sauces.
1: Okay. How's that poetic?
0: So I don't know if I don't know if you've heard of Crazy Bastard Sauce.
1: (laughs) Have you heard of Crazy Bastard Sauce? Um, uh, I have not. Well, let me tell you something about Crazy Bastard Sauce. (laughs) Well, maybe it's German. Oh, yeah, it's made
0: in Berlin. That's why you might not have uh, heard of it. But children are not allowed it. And there's about six bottles. But I thought I'd show you the most, uh, the spiciest ones. So there's a rating out of five. This is Trinidad Scorpion and Clementine. So that's that one.
1: Oh, not that. And that's
0: five out of five. Not
1: Clementine.
0: <laughs> no. And then there's uh, this one, which is Carolina Reaper and Blueberry. And these two are pretty whatever. But I thought I might give them a go while I'm on the pod.
1: Don't do that. It'll make right. Mate, the, we had plenty of dead air with the mask. I don't need you uh, <laughs> covering up your. On <laughs> being unable to talk on an audio format of entertainment.
0: <laughs> you, you don't want it? I thought Man funny. thinks
1: he's on fucking Hot Ones, he's doing Jackass on the pod, I'm thinking of shoving this cactus up my ass for the pod. <laughs> right, why would you do that? <laughs> for the listeners, right, you're on a Harry Potter podcast, am I? Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm thinking of putting honey all over my head <laughs> and of walking into a bee eye.
1: I think of you know, covering <laughs> myself in salmon and uh, lying in a bear's lap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that would be quite nice. <laughs> because you've, you, you're giving it to the bear, aren't you? You're, you're lying there offering it to it. I think if you were like, ooh, running away with a bit of salmon, they might get aggressive. Mm, I don't know. But I think if... I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? I don't. If only we were in a car with Crocodile Thingy's son. He's not Crocodile Dundee. What's he called? Crocodile Crocodile
1: Dundee. Dundee's son.
0: <laughs> Whatever well, he's called. Steve Irwin. Hmm. And what's his, uh, what's his son called? Er,
1: uh, Berwin?
0: Berwin Irwin. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, if you want a good laugh, look up Steve Irwin's son, whatever his name is, right? Look him up on TikTok. Oh yeah. Or Instagram. And then just look at the comments. They're not funny comments. It's millions of strangers, not trying to be funny, but commenting on every video he appears in going, your dad would be very proud of you.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that must be the worst. <laughs> gonna make your own content
1: you're like oh hi everyone this is a cow a uh, nice bloody cow milk kit. your dad would like this thank you um thank
0: you i might do that on your videos even though your
1: dad's alive
0: i think that'd be quite funny and your dad would like
1: this no, not always Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad tells me when he do not when he doesn't like something Hurts my feelings, but that's your dad. That's my dad. That's your dad. Yeah, he tells you
0: how it bloody is. Oh,
1: what do you think about yeah. this uh, XL bully bulldog going on a mall in Birmingham and attacking eleven-year-old girl and two two men? What do I think about this XL
0: bully bulldog going around Birmingham? Attacking an 11-year-old girl and two men. Well, it's the first I've heard of it, and I'm going to be honest, it's a lot to process. Uh, There's a lot for me to think about from that introduction. Mm -hmm. Uh, My initial impression is that it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds bad. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, right, that's, right, that's both of them. Um, we're in agreement with that. I think it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: that sounds awful, and I'm sorry for this response. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just how specific
1: it was, and I've not even heard of it. Um, yeah. My initial. That sounds. My bad. initial response. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I think it's bad as well.
0: Yeah. Is he, has he been... Uh, oh, sorry. Has <clears throat> this guy been... After the a dog,
1: head? yeah. they put him in uh, puppy cuffs. they put him in paw cuffs. Oh, it's a yeah. dog. It's the yeah. dog. <laughs> oh, XL Bully Bulldog. <laughs> oh, I, I said XL Bully Boy. I
0: was like, who's this... Who's this bully walking <laughs> around? No, I meant to fat exactly man. <laughs>
1: An extra, a Giacomo type figure has been wandering around Birmingham attacking a little girl. Come here, little girl, I'm gonna punch you, I'm gonna maul you, I'm gonna bite your hand.
0: Oh, d- right, are these the victims alive? Yeah, no one's dead. Right, well, that's, I feel slightly better now for my, my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Just an what a way to describe. A slightly overweight
1: attacker. An XL bully boy. <laughs> Imagine that. It's got to attack. Wanted. XL, yeah. XL bully yeah, boy. That is
0: bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Makes me... Yeah. It's very sad. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I think this is a call for not only bulldogs, XL bully bulldogs to be banned, but also for all dogs to be banned.
0: Yeah, you think, just get rid of the lot.
1: Yes, because I realised something. I cannot walk around on pavement and enjoy a nice day. You cannot look up, look at the architecture of everything around you you can't look at the clouds and the blue blue sky you can't look yeah. at birds because you have to constantly have to look down to make sure you're not standing in shit I oh, know
0: th- I reckon give all dogs a nappy because no one likes bloody inverting a black bag and picking up a dog shit with their hands give your dog a nappy and at the end of the walk Take nappy off, put nappy in bin. And then you, realize, na- you know you're never going to get fined then.
1: I just thought I realised it today. I was like, I can't enjoy, I can't look up. Bad neck, look down, because I don't want to stand in shit. And it's there. It is there. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it's much better, I think, than when we were kids. I remember being a kid and everywhere you'd there'd be a shit. But now they've got yeah. that banning, that £1,000 fine. It is a lot better than it was.
1: I don't know if... Um... Yeah, I don't know if people are picking it up more, or we're just more aware, because I'm standing in a lot less dog shit now than I am I was when I was a kid.
0: Oh, I think it's an awareness thing. You've just honed your skills at dog
1: I, poo you, spotting. You don't, you don't play out as much as either, do you?
0: No, that's true. It's a well, kid I just, in... just running around willy-nilly, aren't you?
1: Yeah, abroad you get a lot of dog shit. You go to Spain.
0: Yeah, yeah. I must say Germany is very good for dog poo. I don't think I've ever seen a dog poo in Germany.
1: Did they ever have? Do they have dogs?
0: Yeah, yeah, they have dogs. They like dogs, but a dog shit? No, no, I don't think I've seen that.
1: What's a typical name for a German dog? I
0: don't know. Maybe names for German dogs. Oh, here we go. Max, Bruno, Otto, Heidi, Axel, Fritz. Greta, Elsa, Gunther.
1: About Blondie.
0: Blondie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, Wolfgang, that's a good one. Ada, Hans, Buddy. Emma. <clears throat> <Immer. laughs>
1: I think Blondie might have been a German dog at one point. Maybe um Mm, yeah so maybe germans i do like the
0: idea of dogs having a a human name rather than woofy i'd like it to be called like clive or
1: something i've had two dogs one was called barky yeah which my dad said he felt like an idiot calling him
0: yeah
1: yeah dogs run off and you go in barky barky (laughs) I think yeah. Barky's a good name. I chose that name as a little boy. Yeah, I
0: like that as well. What do, you call the,
1: what do you want to call the dog, Tom? Barky. And then later on, we had two more dogs, and they were called George and Betsy. Oh, that's nice.
0: George and Betsy.
1: Human names.
0: Yeah. Well, my sister named our cat Fluffy.
1: If you could go back, would you rename it something else?
0: No, no, she was always fluffy to me. I'd rename it. Would you? Would you rename my uh, childhood pet?
1: Lucas 1.
0: Lucas what?
1: Lucas 1.
0: Lucas 1, yeah. What would that make me? Don't want to say. That would be Lucas 2. Right, this cat... Uh, sorry, mate, you've been downgraded. This cat's now Lucas 1... And you, our son, are now going to be referred to as Lucas 2. You'd Um, like that. Yeah, but don't be getting your passport changed too quickly. We might be getting another pet and you could be downgraded further.
1: (laughs) You'd like being Lucas 2 because I think the pressure would be off.
0: Oh, yeah, bloody hell. I, I could be like the Prince Harry, couldn't I? Where, like, Lucas 1 is, like, the one that has to behave and be good, whereas I could just be a tear away.
1: Go marry an American.
0: Yeah. Marry someone from
1: abroad. They did that. Uh, yeah, maybe Germans are just better people if they uh, pick up dog shit. Maybe they are better than Brits.
0: It's hard to say, but uh, they're different. I don't know if, like... Not comparing them to the UK, but in general they are, they seem to be very clean, they follow the rules very well, and uh, have you ever seen very, punctual.
1: Have you ever seen a German man piss himself? No, I don't think
0: I've ever seen a German man piss himself. <laughs> uh, have you? No, no. Have you no. Ever seen an English man piss himself?
1: I sit bootlegger, there's a picture going viral, viral of bootlegger recently of him just like sat in someone's garden and having him pissed himself.
0: Oh, it's bootlegger.
1: That's your hero, yeah. bootlegger.
0: <laughs> Despite only ever seeing about two videos with him he's my hero. He's Welsh, he's got a funny looking head. And uh, he likes to piss himself. <laughs> and
1: you wanted to meet him more than anyone in that famous episode where I was like, What celebrity do you want to meet? And you said, Bootlegger. Right, he wants to meet <laughs> Bootlegger. A man who you what? could probably just drive to his house, you could probably just hire his uh, plastering yeah. services, and he would come to your house and plaster for you. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's how my brain works, but I think I just get excited by people I've recently heard of. <laughs> Just because they're like new and exciting, yeah. But like this this XL bully boy (laughs) sounds exciting. (laughs) Yeah, but
1: (laughs) but they're not real, unfortunately. You don't have a you don't have a a time frame of who's new and who's old. For example, who's the latest hit teen boy pop star?
0: Oh, here we go. Uh, I don't know the latest hit teen. But why are you asking me this? This is the most difficult question. I can't get Justin Bieber out of Exactly. Uh... Justin Bieber. Who's <laughs> <That's... laughs> the latest? New
1: teen pop star. You couldn't go a moment without saying Justin Bieber. <laughs> no. I don't even know anyone who's
0: younger than him. Is Harry Styles younger than Justin Bieber? He's probably about 30 as well. He's old. New... New young pop stars.
1: No, you can have that laptop taken off you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Young Cook. (laughs) Hey, Billie Eilish, but she's female,
1: isn't she? Yeah, unfortunately, Billie Eilish is female. Yeah,
0: what about Young Cook? Who the fuck is Young Cook? (laughs) He's from the K-pop group, BTS.
1: You're closer to career he's than I am. He's a young
0: cook as well as a young singer. That's two different skills. Sean Mendes, he's 25. I don't know half of these.
1: Maybe they don't have team pop stars Zendaya. anymore. Zendaya, I
0: thought she was a, I thought she was a singer. Uh, I thought she was an actress. Uh, right, I'm no good with this. Hey, there's a guy called Khalid, who's 22.
1: Hello, Khalid. Say
0: him now. The Kid Leroy from Australia. He's Hey, he's 17. I might just say him for the next 15 years.
1: Well, rem- memorise his name and get ready to say him.
0: Yeah, alright. The Kid Leroy. Right, alright, right. Pretend we've edited it. Go on, ask me that question again.
1: Who's the latest teen boy pop star?
0: Hey, it's got to be uh, The Kid Leroy, I reckon. He's a kid and he's called Roy.
1: He's the kid Leroy.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I like all his songs. Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> it's the kid Leroy, yeah. Well, who, who do you know that's new and
1: upcoming then? I don't know, I don't follow that. Um, I don't follow any of that. <laughs> but...
0: No, I don't
1: congratulations to you and martina for being married a year well done is that what you say to someone when been married a year uh
0: yeah the congratulations or well done i think both of those work fine
1: celebrations
0: Congratulations, celebrations.
1: Congratulations and celebrations when I tell everyone that you're in love with me. It's a very vain song, Cliff Richard. Yes, Cliff. Also, what do you think of this song? Come on, 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 come on. Come on, come on. Do you like that song? Is that Cliff as well? Would well, you like it? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Well, uh, you, it you're a... enjoying Leader of the Gang by oh, no. Gary Glitter. Oh, I
0: didn't mean to like announce this song, listeners.
1: Come I just on. went down the garden path. Look at that. Singing, I, I didn't like what I was singing. I thought this is horrible as I was doing it. Come on, come on. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on? on, come on! You wanna well, be in I my listen game, to my teenage game.
0: sensations, Justin Bieber and the Kidder. And so I, know when I listen
1: out. to men who lust after teenage sensations. <laughs> oh, God, do you wanna be in my, game, up to my, you my game? you out.
0: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I'll leave that with you. I think I've, I've come out all right after that conversation. <laughs> What about yourself, I'm
1: the leader. I'm the leader. I'm the leader of the gang. All right, <laughs> he's the leader of the gang
0: now. Tom, are you ready for a chapter 26 book 5 rundown? Yes,
1: please, that'd be lovely.
0: Seen and unforeseen. Mm. Harry's article has been published and everyone's reading it. He's getting mail. Some people believe him. Some people do not believe him. And Professor Umbridge has got the ump that this thing has been published and she bans the Quibbler from being read by any Hogwarts student, which of course makes it more enticing. The children are more excited about reading the Quibbler. It becomes a bestseller and people start believing Harry's story about Voldemort being back. Um, But, apart from that, he's still doing his Occlumency lessons and he actually decides to turn the tables on Snape and go into his mind a bit and he sees a little boy crying. Yeah? Scaring him. Yeah? Who's that with sallow skin and a hooked nose? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out later. Yeah? But Snape's surprisingly alright with that. And then next thing you know, Professor Trelawney's crying in the hallway because Umbridge has sacked her. Yeah, horrible. And she's trying to get rid of her. And Dumbledore's like, well, you might be able to sack her, but you cannot choose who I have over to sleep. And she's like, right, annoyed. So Trelawney gets to stay at Hogwarts, but she is no longer a teacher. But who should replace her? None other than the man beast with fantastic abs. Friends. He's the new, tra- not Transfiguration, he's the new, what's it called? Divination teacher. <laughs> that's the end of the chapter, somebody getting uh, getting hired for a job. Post
1: the Vision podcast. What's it fucking called again? Magic teacher, <laughs> that's it. She's the new magic teacher. <clears throat> She's the
0: new teacher of magic. We got I actually got an email the other day from someone mm. who said um he said I know a lot about Harry Potter and because um, there's a lot of the time when you don't really know what's going on so if you want uh I could be on the pod as well and you could refer to me when you don't know <laughs> don't know anything
1: well it just changed the podcast completely just me and you saying just asking questions who's this again Harry Potter yep Harry Potter's the title figure right and what's his problem don't have a problem he's uh his parents are dead how'd that happen (laughs) voldemort killed him right and who are you (laughs) i'm your carer you're in a nursing home and what podcast is this you're not on a podcast uh you're in bed about to be put to sleep (laughs)
0: lovely yeah, so uh, I, c- I kindly said that we, you know we didn't want to change up the formula and have a, a Richard Osman type expert next to yeah, us.
1: And also, it's hard enough arranging this with our schedules, isn't it? Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Without having uh, a third party. God,
1: Lucas can't record Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
0: No. Well, I've got my German lessons, haven't I? I've got my school. And I
1: don't. I don't want to record Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we have to find these times, don't we? Like today, it's like Sunday night. <clears throat> but what can you do? Yeah. Uh, what a chapter, right? A lot went on in this chapter. I feel like we're starting to pick up the pace again with this book.
1: I can't help but agree. we start off Harry doesn't understand how to speak to women Hermione says to him quickly Harry you lie to them women love it when you lie to them all you gotta do is tell them how ugly you think Hermione is and that's not just if you're Harry Potter if you're a male single listener always tell women that you think Hermione is ugly
0: yeah alright I don't, I think that's terrible advice, isn't it? Like, obviously don't be going on about other, other women, but I think negatively as well, I think that's odd to be uh, fixated on that. Concentrate on the person you win. Yeah, let's
1: be genuine. Don't go around going, Hermione's a slapper, isn't she? She's your friend. Right, You say, if anything, in yeah. that moment, you should say, Cho, listen to me. I don't want you to feel jealous about Hermione because I'm not romantically interested in her. She's one of my, she's literally my second closest friend I've got in the entire world. Uh, I don't see her in that way, but we are trying to solve the old puzzle of who killed my parents. (laughs) So, me and Hermione are working on this project together, so if you can't handle that, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Well Harry, that's all well and good, but everybody knows who killed your parents, it was Voldemort.
1: Right. Let um, me just get out a pen and paper. Who's that?
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Lord. V O L D E M O R T. Point.
1: Vol de So, vol meaning flight, day meaning of, and mort meaning death. Flight of death. Yeah.
0: Flight of death, yeah. Do you like that?
1: Lord you know. Flight of Death. It's not an anagram for anything, is it? Uh, mm. I am Lord Voldemort. You, you're you Lord Voldemort. No, 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 no.
0: no. <laughs> Chill, I just break up with him. He's dense. <laughs> you're, trying to have a, you're trying to have a coffee with him and that's what you end up doing. Disgusting. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, Harry's a dafty and Hermione's trying to help him. Whatever. And then Ron's like, oh, you should write a book, Hermione. The things girls and what they mean. I mm. um, mm, don't know, really. I wouldn't like to write a book about any advice giving. Fantastic. scared of.
1: Fantastic bitches and how to lie to them.
0: Hey, that's good. Very good.
1: Dangerous dogs and where to buy them.
0: Ooh. XL bully boys and how to avoid them.
1: (laughs) I know what you are. You're just an XL bully boy, aren't you? You can't push me around, me and my daughter. (laughs) I can. Mm, You can.
0: Yeah. Now, Quidditch is carrying on, right? And Quidditch practice is awful. Right? They keep losing, don't they, These bloody, this new team of players? And it's only going to get worse because a lot of these... Um, a lot of their best players are leaving next year, aren't they? So next year, there'll be no Fred and George. There'll be no Angelina. There'll be no somebody else. No Elysia uh, Spinette.
1: Well, um, Molly and Arthur Weasley need to get mating again to fill up the team with some more Weasley kids.
0: Yeah, they do, don't they? They need to get cracking. Because they've got Ron and Ginny up there, but now Fred and George are gone.
1: I would be so pissed off if I was in that school. Imagine that, you try out for the team every year. Why are the Weasleys getting on the team every year? Or is it that just working-class people are better at sports?
0: I don't have any idea about that. uh you sure? don't know.
1: Marcus Rashford, hmm? Yeah, well, he's very good, isn't he, football? I think he was working class.
0: Who's an upper-class sportsman?
1: A rugby player? Don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm glad that... I feel like this is actually quite an interesting Quidditch plotline. The idea that half the players have left and now they're struggling and being shit for once and losing all the time. I quite like that storyline. It's better than Harry somehow winning every game he plays in.
1: Mm. Yeah. Imagine... But it's pretty stupid. So... Come, Come on. on. I was going to say, so Harry has done an interview with the Quibbler Lunar yeah. love goods. Daddy, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. That... Um, the owls come flooding in to the Great Hall, dropping five letters on Harry's, uh, whatever. Yeah. The owls are knocking over salt and pepper. Imagine how much owl shit and feathers are landing in people's breakfasts.
0: There's got to be so many. But why are they in the breakfast hall?
1: I'd wow. be like, There's an owlery where yeah. they already
0: drop the things off. Why are they coming in when everyone's having their dinner?
1: I'd be holding over my dinner like that, making little, using my arms to protect my little yeah. breakfast, saying, uh, we, "I'll just use pigeonholes for me, thanks. Use pigeonholes. Yeah. I don't need all that. Thank you."
0: If I was the new headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. My first thing to do, my first action, would be to put in those little spikes that they have at train stations to stop those bloody birds coming in the Great Hall. They can drop the letters off at the Owlery. Mm. Oh, but these 11-year-old children must have their morning newspaper. Uh, I don't think so. This little boy needs his mail. How much mail do these kids gain? Like when I was a kid, I might get one letter every six months. <laughs> like, what? Why are they getting letters all the time?
1: Oh, another bill! Bloody bills! I'm sick of this. Bills, 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 bills. Bill Weasley's. Because
0: <laughs> if they're getting mail at like parents, you've... Cause it's only going to be from parents, isn't it? Because all um. the friends are going to be at school. Maybe they've got Muggle friends who might. But then, can Muggle friends send? Magic letters? I don't
1: know. Muggle wuggle duggle. Um, no, I don't think so. Well, unless they took it to their parents' no. house. How are Hermione's parents getting uh, letters to it? Have they got an owl? No. No. Do
0: you think if you were at Hogwarts, your parents would send you letters? My parents. Actually, and they just wait for the holidays. My
1: parents don't call me whatsoever. They wait for me to call them. They go, oh, we don't want to bother you. We don't want to bother you. Well, we listen to you enough on your podcast. Great. I've not heard from my parents in weeks. I don't know if they're <laughs> dead or alive
0: my mum always says that she goes I get more information about your life listening to the podcast than I do when I ring you up that saves time doesn't it
1: yeah. <laughs> also yeah. uh, a few more notices for our friends and family um, Christmas I'll be home on the 24th <laughs> uh, happy birthday to all my sisters in advance um, you all owe me some money why not really not figured that one out yet but yeah and also I love you all
0: yeah that's lovely and to my family I'll be home slightly after Christmas this year on the 28th and uh, I hope you all know how much I love you all and think that you're great and uh, and please don't forget me
1: Umbridge as you said please don't forget (laughs) me Jesus Christ oh sorry we forgot you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, umbridge, as you said, has banned the letter, the uh, interview being read. Yeah. And it's made everyone want to read it more. There wasn't a single oh, yeah. interview that came out when I was at school that everyone wanted to read, not one.
0: No, but if it was about somebody in the school, I think people would have been like, hey, here we go.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, in my school, it was more common for kids to be on telly because... Um, we had Welsh telly and we were like one of the only Welsh speaking schools in North Wales. So oftentimes kids from our school would end up being on the Welsh telly doing something. Well, I was on a science programme in the audience. It was like a kid's science show called Atom and we were in the back going "woo" whenever they did an experiment.
1: I went to a, uh, I went to Wales to look at university to there when I was in sixth form and never yeah. in my life had it dawned on me there was a place in the UK where they spoke a different language. Oh, yeah. So I was in this like I don't know, property where we were staying mm. put on the television and a different language came out and it sounded more or less in a British accent but they were talking yeah. Welsh, and I was like this. Mm. 16 very I was. Is that too old? 17 maybe? Very much so,
0: yeah. My b- yeah, very much so.
1: Yeah, I been. yes. You
0: should have known that before.
1: I don't think I... Why would I have learned that? Also, I didn't know what a Michelin star was either. Who'd teach me that? Never did my parents <laughs> sit me down and go, there's, there's a place in the UK where they speak a different language no they never did that
0: they never did that no well shame on your parents actually because Thank you, every you. child should learn that it's it goes like this birds and the bees there's a welsh language and also michelin stars right those are the three things that you need to sit down with your kids maybe when they go to high school or something like that, and, you know, they need to learn these facts of life.
1: That's fun. Yeah. Don't get them confused, though. If someone says to you, what's a Michelin star? Don't say, it's where a man puts his penis in a vagina.
0: <laughs> Bloody hell. Gordon Ramsay's got five of them.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I wish I could gurn. I might get rid of all my teeth so uh, I, could, I could gurn properly.
1: I, I knew you'd be into gurning. I've <laughs> mm. <laughs> seen that picture. Maybe I'd get bored of it though. seen a picture of someone gurning next to the queen and she was like this. Like...
0: <laughs> no, you've mentioned that before and now I must see it. A picture of someone gurning next to the queen. Gurning queen. How do
1: you spell gurning? Is it with a U?
0: <laughs> yeah champion Gurner comes face to face with the queen oh he's that, yeah that's not nice but her face is very funny <laughs> yeah well fair enough
1: I absolutely hate it I hate it so much don't gurn yeah. at the queen that's probably why she died <laughs> oh
0: i wanted to see if um i wanted to see if it translates to german it's called via bend to go it's
1: a german man who's doing it at her.
0: yeah but he's hot, his nose goes in itself can't even do it
1: Snape, Snape staggered, his wand flew upwards away from Harry and suddenly Harry's mind was teeming with memories that were not his. A hook-nosed man with a sh- yeah. shouting at a cowering woman while a small dark-haired boy cried in a corner. A greasy-haired teenager sat alone in a dark bedroom Pointing his wand at the ceiling, shooting down flies. A girl was laughing as a scrawny boy tried to mount a bucking broomstick. Sounds to me that Professor Snape has his own prisoner of a teenage boy in his house. It's obvious that um, this hook-nosed man is Snape, shouting at a cowering woman. I don't know who that is. Another prisoner, perhaps? While a teenage boy with greasy hair is like... Snape, this boy should be in school.
0: Oh, no, that, that is Snape, isn't it? I thought it was just Snape at different parts of his life. That was it? He's not got some teenage boy back at the flat in Burnley. <laughs> or Barnsley or whatever we, whenever we said.
1: Wasn't it Bradford?
0: Oh yeah, maybe it was Bradford. I know it was Northern with a B. It's Burnley. Burnley's Northern, isn't it? Or is it? Mm. Don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Now, you're skipping ahead, right? I want to talk about the shoddy tactics of the Gryffindor-Quidditch team. Jesus you, right?
1: fucking Christ.
0: They lose. <laughs> they lose in 22 minutes, right? Jimmy catches the snitch and they lose. 240 to 230. Why has she caught the snitch? Uh... They are more than 100 and... How many points is it for the snitch? 120. We're losing our minds. We don't know anything about this series anymore. Points for the snitch. Is it 130? Um, I think it might be 130. Google's not telling me.
1: I think it's 150. So if
0: it's mathematically impossible to win... Oh, 150. Why is she catching the snitch? your team's gonna lose them for definite why not wait until your team have scored a couple of more goals mm. i mean that's not like bad skills that's just like being daft, mm. doing the maths wrong maybe now malfoy so this interview in the quibbler right harry has told all uh, He's revealed the bloody lot, right? Malfoy, Crab and Goyle are annoyed that their dads have been named as Death Eaters. Uh-huh. Right, that'd be as well. Right, Harry's going round. Yeah, I've told my truth. I had to tell the truth about Lord Voldemort. Did you have to mention that our dads were terrorists? That really affects us in school. Does it? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> How's he? Is he? Because obviously, I mean, it's true, but like, it's very dangerous saying all these things. Is he out of his mind? Mm. Like, he could be wiped out immediately. Do you think they'll want revealing all these? Do symptoms. you think
1: they'll want revenge?
0: Well, I think so. Like, if they've been outed as Death Eaters and all this, and people are starting to believe it, it's it's become more dangerous now. He's blabbed, surely. Yeah.
1: Oh, thanks, Harry. Nice
0: one. Right. Nice one. My dad's a terrorist now, is he? Now, Harry has another dream. This really made me laugh. Right. He has a dream, and he is sat in a room, and he can see that he's wearing a black mm. cloak, and he can see that he's got white hands, right? And he's talking to this guy called Rookwood, right? And he's speaking in this voice... And he's annoyed that this thing hasn't been retrieved from the Department of Mystery, yeah. right? And then it says, he turns to the mirror, right? And when he sees himself, he screams, ah! <laughs> Harry, you have not worked out you were Voldemort before then. <laughs> all, the <laughs> all the clues were there. Why is he surprised that he's seeing Voldemort in the mirror?
1: White hands oh, mm. torturing a man—that's oh, probably me. Uh, so, yeah, uh,
0: man, calling me, my lord. Okay,
1: <laughs> Voldemort! Oh, <laughs> my... I can't believe man it! Calling me my lord well i'm the boy who lived uh, that's not died down just yet this new article in the quibbler mm. has raised my status a little bit a lot more people believing me apologizing mm. to me thank you very much i got Seamus Finnegan on side yeah I suppose I am a lord aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> well I'll just
0: a quick look in the mirror CHRIST! <laughs> <laughs> old emote and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, I don't want to tell Voldemort, I don't want to tell Dumbledore. I'm sick of telling Dumbledore. So, like, right, let Voldemort win then. You're not going to tell Dumbledore, the only man that can help. All right, all right, Voldemort can take over the world then, because you don't want to tell Dumbledore. Mm. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that, and I'd be quite grateful if the topic was abandoned from here on in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have you learned that
0: i don't know just don't decide add it up with the topic
1: <laughs> bring something up yourself then going and i'd be quite grateful if the topic was abandoned from here on in well you brought it up so I'd be... <laughs> sounds sounds like a league gentleman character and i'd be quite happy if the topic was abandoned from here on in well you brought that up well Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
0: we've had enough of it now. Now,
1: Umbridge
0: oh. is going further and further with her authority, right, and it mm. comes to a head here, where she sacks Professor Trelawney, and I feel very sad about this. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, yeah, she shouldn't have done it because there is. Professor Trelawney is teaching a magic lesson. Yes. Yeah. Either, all, either all of it's okay or none of it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, because it, it's like, well, it's not her fault that's on the curriculum. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, it's like someone saying, oh, well, yeah, it's like somebody going, oh, well, I don't believe in religion, so that RS teacher's getting sacked. It's like, well, she teaches what she teaches. Because I don't think anything she teaches is false. Because she does everything out of the workbooks, doesn't she? I know she's a bit dotty, but that's part of it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and what had an insult to injury? Hiring a centaur to be a replacement. He's not wearing trousers. He's better than me.
0: And that's Dumbledore doing that. Don't worry, don't worry. You don't have to go away. You can stay in Hogwarts, yeah? And uh, we've got this Jack Russell here to replace you. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That makes me feel better, Dumblebee. <laughs> You've got a cat treating Transfiguration. You've got a Jack Russell teaching Divination.
1: And the new uh, potions teacher... <laughs> it's this little bird, <laughs> and to replace you for
0: transfiguration, we've got Ashley and Hey! <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> it's Rod <gasps> Hull and Emu. They're going to be—they're uh, going to be teaching divination from now on instead of
1: you. Get off, Emu. Get off. <laughs>
0: Right, can I just say I'm offended? You've got Shrek teaching care of magical creatures. You've got a centaur doing this, a cat doing transfiguration. Someone with sallow skin teaching potions.
1: So, hey, I'm not one of them. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, I'm a man. Well, I agree to disagree. Yeah. But I tell you what, it's fantastic
0: to see the teachers at loggerheads. It brings a real bloody sense of seriousness and drama to Hogwarts that we have not seen before. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I forgot about, because he, he's not in the, uh, the film, that Ferenz becomes the teacher. I forgot that he becomes the teacher. But I'm excited to see those lovely abs back.
1: Yeah. Well, at least you get to imagine them, don't you?
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, I can always look at Jim K's picture book. Maybe he's drawn it.
1: Yeah, or I'll draw it for you if you want.
0: Yeah, all right, you can draw it for me. That'd be nice, yeah. But they are good at uh, divination, aren't they? They look at the stars and predict things from the stars.
1: Mm. Hmm. Now, Tom... The thing oh. is, stars are suns, aren't they? Far away suns.
0: That's right, Tom, yeah. Stars are...
1: Far away, son. Yeah. If I was a, not son a Michelin at... star, though, that's not a son. Yeah, that's when a man shags a woman and makes a baby, isn't it?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Okay, carry
1: on. If I was a faraway star and I noticed a, a topless man trying to predict the future using me, I'd say, I'm nothing to do with you. I'm a <laughs> son.
0: Right, Uslot, we've got nothing to do with your future. We're just hanging out.
1: <laughs> Which, you we're doing our abs? own thing. We've got our own people, alien people down here.
0: Yeah, they worship S- us.
1: Stop looking at us.
0: Yeah. Now, Tom, how many rippling apt teachers? Oh, no, you ask me. You ask me. Sorry. You ask yeah, I me. do.
1: I don't know what's going on lucas how many how many rippling abs? actually how many rippling abs out of five are you giving this chapter
0: i really enjoyed this chapter there was a lot going on it felt quite episodic there was lots of different things happening um but yeah the tables are finally turning on public opinion in hogwarts at least about harry People starting to believe him. Seamus Finnegan starting to believe him. Right? That's exciting. Things are starting to change, which could mean that more things will change in the near future. Umbridge continuing to turn the screw. Uh, oh, Trelawney getting sacked. A very sad moment. But I like that mm-hmm. Dumbledore stood up for her. forens is a big reveal at the end. I liked it. I'm going to give this five rippling abs out of...
1: couldn't agree more. For me, this chapter is what I've been looking for. Things are happening. Not, you know, all the things you mentioned. Yeah. And also, I've had a great laugh with my mate this week. I can give this chapter no less than five rippling abs out of five. Lovely. Right, Lucas, are you ready for quiz? Yes. With... Question 1. What publication was Harry interviewed in?
0: The Quibbler!
1: Correct. Question 2. What age did Ginny start rummaging round the broom cupboard and start flying brooms?
0: Oh... Mm. I'm gonna say seven!
1: Correct. Question... Uh, three. Is that right? Ha- yeah. Question three: How well did this copy of the Sid- the Quibbler sell? Well, it was a sellout. He had to print more copies. It was a sellout. Question four: Who replaced Trelawney? Frenza. <gasps> four out of four so far, and finally question five: Who is Kylie Jenner dating?
0: Oh no. What's this? Who is Kylie Jenner? Oh, uh, can I phone a friend? Can I phone Martina?
1: No, is she in the room? She
0: should, should be. Uh, should be next door.
1: No, no, no. You got. That's, we don't do that. He's got No.
0: Have I heard of them?
1: Yeah. Famous right,
0: actor. Who is Kylie Jenner dating? Can I get a clue?
1: Famous actor.
0: A celebrity, right? I think Kylie <laughs> Jenner. Oh, 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 don't say Justin Bieber. I think Kylie Jenner is dating. Um, oh, this is awful.
1: <laughs>
0: I think she's dating <laughs> Liam Hemsworth.
1: No, she's dating Timothy Chalamet. Unfortunately, you've lost the quiz. Quiz.
0: (laughs) Now it's time for the nation's second favourite segment, Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, we've had a five star review from Yellow Spanner Hello, and Yellow Spanner, <laughs> Hello Yellow Spanner and yes. Yellow Spanner says, How am I so late to this? Get in my ears. Thank you very much for that review. Yellow Spanner. We've had an email from Lydia. So thank you for getting in touch, Lydia. She says, hi, I just want to say I've been a fan of the podcast for about a year now and honestly, you make my day. I have recently started re-listening to all the early episodes again because I enjoyed them so much the first time. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Well, thank you very much, Lydia. Now, I've had another message on Instagram from someone who'd like to be referred to as HDR. Uh, so they've said, hey, guys.
1: Start FDR? Start
0: to to you. No, not FDR. No, no, HDR. He's got
1: a new deal for us.
0: (laughs) I was getting mixed up with the other one. Right, hey guys. Started listening to you two weeks ago, already on episode 44. Absolutely love the pod. I've read, listened to the books about 40 to 50 times each. Bloody hell. So I'm almost exhausted my way of getting excitement out of them. However, upon finding your pod... It has made up a void I didn't know I was missing. Well, thank you very much, HDR. We've had another message on Instagram from Ben Ramsey. Ben Ramsey says, love you guys. Started listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago and managed to catch you on the last day at the Fringe. So funny and such a relief from work uni when I've got the spare time. Lovely. Well, thank you very much for coming to the show, Ben, and for listening to the pod. And we've also got an email from Ruby. And Ruby says, hello, I have a question. If you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? But the tattoo moves like the portraits in Hogwarts. She says, for example, I would get a Quidditch match on my back or a one zapping Ron because he makes me mad. So what would you get? A moving tattoo?
1: I'd get. I'd get a beard tattooed on me, and then it would change shape every day. Sometimes I'd have a big moustache, sometimes i great big bushy beard, sometimes I'd have a little Hitler moustache. Yeah, kind of?
0: that's exciting. Fantastic. I think I would get, from the Harry Potter series, I think I would get when Arthur Weasley and Amos Diggory are like cycling with their legs as they walk down from using the port key.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when everyone else slams onto the floor, they're like, Hey, hey! like that. Oh, I think I'd like that on my bum.
1: Rotten. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ruby. <laughs> so
0: now we've got a few more patrons to get through. And our first one is Paul Sharp.
1: Thank you, Paul. Paul Sharp, you are a French baby living the life in gay Paris. Croissant, baguette, wine, French. <laughs> You're living in France, and your family have taken you to climb the Eiffel Tower. Like the Blackpool Tower, but French. You're climbing it because the escalator is broken, so you're going up step by step. Mm, 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 Because you're such a slow baby, you get left behind. Your family carry on walking without you. Wait, you say in French. Don't know what that is. I don't think anyone does wait, they forget you, you begin to cry, your tears run down your cheeks, and they fall under your hands, you begin to slip, you are tumbling down the steps of the Eiffel Tower, you are 44 flights up, rolling down and down and down, until, ooh, an unlikely tourist, Me, because I don't want to go to France. I am there. I catch you and... I meet your parents at the top, hand you back, and give them a right telling off. Lovely. Next, we have Charlotte May. Charlotte May, you are a baby Harry. You are on safari. You are on safari. But... You've decided that you don't fit in with your family anymore. So you've got out of the four-by-four and you've wandered into a lion's den. The leader of the lion, he takes one look at you. He growls. But the mother places her palm, her paw, on his paw and says, No, in lion speak, of course, we must give her a chance he says fine he puts his youngest son up against you you are to fight him you are a baby you begin to fight this lion cub he is very young you're you're like two (laughs) he's he's very young right you take this opportunity uh, to run up at him before you get there he scratches you across the face yeah you jump upon him and gouge his eyes out all the lions in the lion's den are staring aghast oh <gasps> they say no don't blind him you show mercy you release your thumbs they take such respect on you. you they let you stay in the lion's den i am watching the whole thing from afar and i cannot believe what has just happened I blow five kisses. You didn't even know I was there. Right, next we have Amy Ann. (laughs) Amy Ann, you have the nose of, I don't know, an anteater or something. An animal with a very good nose. Can you imagine one of them? You espied upon a windowsill someone baking. Yeah? Mmm. Smells good. What are they baking? You are lured over there by the scent. Peep your eyes into the kitchen and see a mother there baking some shortbread. You think, oh, that's nice. She places it on the windowsill to cool. You place your hand up to steal some shortbread, and she grabs your hand and pulls you inside the house. It was a trap. <laughs> Now you are in danger, yeah? She takes you upstairs and locks you in a room. that has bars on the door and windows. That's you now. That's where greed and gluttony and thieving has got you. I spy the whole thing from across the road. I climb in the window. Hmm. Confront the woman. The shortbread she tries to tempt me with. I have a bite, but then I think to myself, what am I doing? I hand it back to her and I said, actually, why don't you eat it? I start putting it in her mouth. <laughs> Not forcefully, it's just so tasty, she can't stop eating it. She cannot stop eating it to the point where she passes out and is sick on the floor. I run upstairs and lock you from the room and. <sighs>
0: right. And that was Hedwig's droppings. This has been the Posse Vision Podcast. Thank you so, so much to everybody for listening. Um, yeah, we are doing loads of things on Patreon. There's loads of new stuff happening. Uh, we've got bonus episodes. And also, we're going to be doing a Halloween live record of the podcast for all our patrons. So it will be on the 29th of October at 4pm UK time. And all you have to do is be a patron on any level and you can join us and you can uh, join in on the chat while we do the podcast live and Mm -hmm. you can ask questions and things at the end Mm -hmm. and add in your own inputs. So that would be a lovely nice Halloween celebration. And um, yeah, we're hoping to do a few things in January perhaps but we'll uh, we'll let you know about that nearer the time. Next time we're on episode 124, episode 27 of book 5, the Centaur and the Sneak. You have been a Michelin starred Tom Laurinson.
1: And you have been the Welsh speaking Lucas Kirkby.
0: Goodbye. Pot-A-Vision.
1: Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.